Over the years, though, just seeing how our kids have blossomed, they've become more independent and how they are just really excelling. We stayed in the United States, but we kind of bounced from coast to coast. coast. Being in the Navy, that would be that would be about right. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the Homeschool Journal, a show that unpacks the joys and journeys of the classical homeschool family. Here's your host, Carrie McGraw. Welcome back to the Homeschool Journal today. Today is Veterans Day, and we are going to celebrate this day together with a couple military homeschool families. These families face challenges about the same as what we do, but I think at a greater magnitude. There's a level of flexibility that they need that I think we can really learn from. So spend today with us and our two military homeschool families as we talk about all of their different moves, what it means to homeschool in the military, and how it has grown and developed their families across the miles. We're going to jump into our show. Well, friends, we're going to welcome Tracy and Andrew Cecil. Now, they are on the phone with me all the way from Germany. Tracy and Andrew, hi. It's so good to have you with us. Hi, Carrie. Hello. Guten Tag. <laughs> Guten Tag. <laughs> this, is, this is my longest distance call ever and the wonder of technology and all the people that work here to make this happen and you all making it happen there in Germany. Thank you so much. Now, we are recording this episode, obviously, and we're really close to a special date that we're going to release this on. We are, and, and so Tracy and Andrew, you being with us today, and we're going to have um, another friend that I'm calling in from Idaho. So I'm spanning multiple time zones in this in this call. Um, it's this is going to release on Veterans Day. So thank you so much for spending this time with us. Okay. Um, okay. All right. So we're going to talk all about. Um, military homeschool families. And we really want your insight. And I think that military homeschool families have so much that they can share with homeschool families that aren't military because you all go through everything that, you know, we go through. Yes, I was a homeschooler for 12 years, but you kind of go through it in this microcosm <laughs> that no, not many get to experience. And so you sharing this with us today is going to be fantastic. So let me introduce you really quick to, or introduce our guests to you really quick. Um, this is Tracy and Andrew. Now, Tracy um, worked here in Louisville, Kentucky prior to having children with the Legal Aid Society. So Tracy's a Louisville girl too, and I'm, and I'm excited to have her here. But let me tell you, when we get to all the places that Tracy and Andrew have been, um, it'll boggle your mind. Um, Andrew has been in the U.S. Army for 26 years. Now, Andrew, tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now over there in Germany. Yes. Yeah, so right now I am assigned to uh, the United States Africa Command. Uh, the U.S. military splits the world up into geographic uh, locations, commands, and I work in Africa Command as uh, part of the Joint Operations Center, which is just a operational center that uh, basically takes in all the information and uh, inputs from you know different units and um, things like that and synthesizes that information for our boss. Okay. So I'm, I'm what's called the chief of operations there. 
And which sounds probably more impressive than it is. Oh, oh, I doubt that very much because all I can do is call myself a homeschool liaison and a mom. But you know what? I'm not just a mom. No mom is just a mom. So, um, that is true. But I, that is very true. Maybe I can call myself chief of operations of the home. Maybe, maybe. Can I have that one? <laughs> but absolutely. I think that, um, you know, and, and you touched upon it in your introduction, but uh, especially military moms and wives. Um, it is a lot more difficult. And I didn't realize this until a couple of years ago when we were moving and Tracy uh, helped me understand it when she was talking about uh, that it's different for, for me and for her mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that when I go somewhere, there's automatically a place for me to plug in and a place for me to be, you know, my work and there's people for me to interact with, which are right. the people at work. But for her, you know, there's, that doesn't exist. And, um, and so she goes in and there's, there's not those things. And also things that I'd never thought of, like a hairdresser, which for a woman is a lot different than a guy. Who yes, just, it is. You know, I, I just shaved my head. You know, That's basically. right. So anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's just very different. So you all have three children and one is still stateside at Texas A&M and that's your mark and he's 18 and this was, this is his freshman year. Uh, You have Gwen who's 15 and Adam who's 12 and you all started your homeschool journey in 2015 uh, on one of your moves because you had discovered that, you know, your kids were going to have been in four schools in four different years. So you took that leap into homeschooling at that time. Time. So have let's let's talk for a minute about all the places that you all have been. Can you name for me all the places you all have been stationed? Um, we so I met Drew in 1999 um, when he was stationed at Fort Knox, okay. and we got married. And soon after we were married, we moved to Fort Rucker, Alabama, and then we came back to Fort Knox. And then we moved to Fort Worth, Texas. Um, And then we came back to Fort Knox. And then we moved to um, Conroe, Texas. And then Vicenza is Italy. Mm-hmm. And then we came back to Fort Knox. And now we're in Stuttgart. So we keep we keep showing up at Fort Knox. <laughs> you know, I have said that about Louisville because I personally have moved away from Louisville three times and it just kind of kept pulling me back in. And I know Fort Knox isn't yeah. Louisville. I know, but it's just kind of that, right. that surrounding area. And so good. You, you and I can share that experience. However, no, I have not had traveled this much. And, and this really kind of brings me to one of the questions I wanted to ask you all about family flexibility. You know, all of our homeschool families have to be flexible in in their lives, in their lifestyles, in their homes, in their schooling. But you all experienced that, like I said before, in, in, in a different degree and maybe a greater degree. Tell me a little bit about the challenge of that flexibility uh, being in the military and homeschooling. I think that I mean, the great thing about homeschooling is that it does provide that flexibility mm-hmm. that um, we're able to travel when, you know, other other people are in school and it's a great time to travel. You know, there's not as many tourists or 
were able to, um, for example, we had a period of time where we spent three months in Paris, France with Drew's job that we would not have been able to do Mm -hmm. had the kids been in traditional school. Mm -hmm. But we just packed up our books and we drove to Paris and the kids did school while we were there and had just a wonderful experience. Wonderful. Well, the farthest I've been is Toronto, Canada. So uh, it doesn't really, maybe, maybe that doesn't qualify in your all's, in your all's world. You know, and, and Andrew, you said earlier, you know, like you said, when you get somewhere and when you go to a, a new position, you are automatically plugged in. Um, but, but Tracy, you're not. So what about the challenge of, you know, having to pick up, create new roots, pick up, create new roots again for a homeschooler? Have you felt supported in that? Have there been places for you to plug in? Well, that's a really good question. I would say that it varies each place we go. Um, and it and it changes as the kids get older, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first started, um, we had more of a connection with homeschooling co-ops because I think those are tend to be geared towards younger children, right. or at least that was our experience when we were in Italy. Um, and and so I would say that during that time, the kids really learned and grew closer as a family unit. We did. And they grew closer in their relationships because there wasn't a whole lot um, of extra, um, you know, we really didn't find that homeschooling community there. Um, We found that it was just mainly play groups. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when we moved back to Fort Knox, um, we 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 had more of i would say um just not a homeschooling support network but friends that the kids made in our neighborhood because it was okay. a very kid friendly neighborhood mm-hmm. and yeah s- and so kind of moving around without um you know, knowing that there's going to be support for you all in on the next move or uh, I love what you said about the fact that it draws that family closer together. I think that that's something that a lot of homeschool families can say the same thing. I know that that's one of the reasons why I homeschooled was, you know, to draw that close familial relationship with the children at a very young age. But again, in the military, it's just, it's as if it's it's magnified. Andrew, do you find that as you all move around? Absolutely. And um, Tracy and I have talked about this, but the decision to homeschool in uh, 2015 really fundamentally transformed uh, the trajectory of our family, mm-hmm. I would say. We would mm-hmm. say, both of us, yes. we, we've, we've said that. Um, just in the sense that that assignment in Vicenza, where we lived um, in the area, was somewhat isolated. And uh, I mean, we did create friends mainly through uh, Tracy reaching out to other moms, but at the same time, there was an intense period of uh, the family unit growing and coming together. Mm-hmm. And th- those that time, those three years were really, we think, we feel very 
foundational to the way our family currently operates. And homeschooling was not really intended uh, for the Cecils to be a long-term solution, um, to be honest. It was really, we thought it's going to be a, it's going to be an Italy thing, gives us flexibility to go travel and see things, gives us stability uh, in curriculum, especially with Gwen. But, you know, then, you know, we moved back to the States and, and probably not continue it. And when we moved back, you know, all three kids were overwhelmingly wanting to stay. Wanting to continue. You yes. were hooked. Yeah. You were all hooked, yes. weren't you? And, yep. and uh, I think a large part of that is because of the, uh, the that intensive, that bonding experience. So how did you find classical homeschooling through Memoria Press? How did that come into uh, your lab and your family? Well, when we first started talking about homeschooling, it was, um, we were familiar with Highlands Latin coming from Louisville. Mm -hmm. And um, in fact, our oldest had been planning to start kindergarten there. Um, And we got orders to move to Texas. And so we were familiar with Memoria Press. And because of that, um, it just made sense to us. We, you know, we we had heard the success stories mm-hmm. of um, the students coming out of Highlands Latin and um, were Christian, and so it just it just made sense for us. Wonderful. I'm so I'm so glad. And and yes, that LinkedIn, you know, and Highlands Latin is our model school, and that's where my kids are graduating from. And it has been a blessing to really have that in our backyard. But also that, you know, Memorial Press has made it, um, you know, transportable, that it can go yes. all over the world. That's that's part of our message right. here today is that you take right. it with you to Italy and to Germany. And um, and we are grateful. We are, are grateful. So just in, in wrapping up here um, with your all's experience, is there any advice that you all would give to really either general home, generally homeschool families or, you know, specifically military homeschool families? My advice would be to just do it. I mean, honestly, it was difficult. <laughs> Isn't that I mean, a slogan? It, 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 I know it is. It is. And hopefully it's not cliche, but, you know, we were, we were hesitant. I was fearful. I didn't feel like I was well-equipped. Um, and I just, I, I just was concerned how I'm going to do this um, with three, and mm. it just, you know, you just, we just did it, and we are so thankful we did. We're so thankful we did, and um, it was hard, it, it, particularly when we first started, just working, you know, figuring it out, right? Right, and. Over the years, though, just seeing how our kids have blossomed and how they've become more independent and how they are just really excelling mm-hmm. um, across the board. So, and they're, you know, they're, it's just been a great experience for our family. And I would, I mean, you know, I would just echo what Tracy said and you know, you have to be realistic. It was 
incredibly difficult. And Tracy bore the the brunt of um, certainly the first couple months and, you know, figuring out, ordering all the books and, and things like that and figuring out sort of the pace of it and how things worked and working with mm-hmm. each of the kids right. and, and trying to get them started. Um, and that is difficult. And so I, I would tell people that it is difficult initially, you know, don't, don't. So I would say, don't be discouraged. You know, Tracy mm, says, thank yeah. you. just do it. Thank and you. I agree with that. And there's going to be hard times And each of our kids, you know, we've been doing this now for, we're in our seventh year. Um, each kid has gone through a phase where it, it's been a challenge um, mm-hmm. where, you know, you sort of think, okay, I've got this one and, and he can, you know, he's totally independent. All I got to do is sort of check in with them. And then you, you figure out, nope, you got to have a little bit more of an active role. And it's, it's a constantly changing um, construct, but it's so worth it. So, you know, just do it. Don't be discouraged. And it is really, in my, in our view, Tracy and I, um, really worth the effort in the, the, um, what you put into it. And, and thank you, Andrew, because I know that, you know, earlier Tracy shared, maybe it wasn't on air, but you know, how integral you are to the process. And I would love for all dads to, to hear that. Um, and to Andrew, any specific um, words for dads out there? Um, yes. I mean, you have to. Uh, so I've been blessed. I think this was also before we were on air, but uh, just with different schedules and, and things where I've been able to uh, be more involved. But even if you got a very traditional schedule, um, assisting with, you know, and, and when we first started and Tracy will tell you this, I was really more just in the evenings I would do grading. Um, but being involved in the process and being, um, you know, part of, of the team of the whole, of the whole effort mm-hmm. is very critical. Um, and the other thing I've really found is I actually really, now, this isn't every day, but I really do enjoy the days where um, I'm doing the primary instruction or assistance, really. You know, a lot of it's, uh, you know, a lot of the instruction is the kids learning on their own. But, you know, the drilling, you know, the, the drilling mm-hmm. of the questions yes. and um, engaging on. Uh, the discussion questions and quotations and, and things like that. I've really found uh, most times I, I really enjoy doing that and, and being with the kids and getting to spend time with them and see them, you know, just seeing that the light bulb come on different times and um, is, is encouraging. Well, I'm so glad um, as a dad that you are jumping in there and just do it and, um, you know, that's the encouragement that we want to send out to all of our families is a, you know, jump in there. Um, don't be beleaguered by the discouraging moments. Um, understand that um, all homeschool families, you know, need flexibility. 
and and can work within you know all of these different challenges that are faced that they are faced with. So we, I want to thank you all um, for your service, both of you, uh, to this country. You you mean a lot to us. Um, my family has a history of service to the country. Um, if I may share, my son um, has received a four-year um, scholarship to Air Force ROTC, so we are embarking upon that as he graduates high school. Awesome. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That is great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we'll see what the Lord has in store for him. Um, but God bless you all on all the, the things that you do um, for us, because I know that it is it is a family um, sacrifice, and it is a family gift that you all give to this country. So thank you so much. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you. All right. Yes. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, Homeschool Journal friends, we are back with our number two <laughs> guest today, Jody Brimmer. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks for having me again. I'm glad to get a chance to chat again. I know. And so, you know, I don't know anyone out there that hasn't been through season one of Homeschool Journal. Jody uh, was with me for a Lenten and Easter observances um, podcast. So you're becoming quite the podcast guest, Jody. You're very popular. Yeah. I guess the the holiday special. I will. Well, that's true because as I told our previous guests, you know, even though we have to record this a little bit ahead of time, we're not that far ahead of time. Um, this is coming out on Veterans Day, so I'm so yes. excited to be able to recognize um, military homeschool families in this way and share with all of our listeners the experiences that that you all have that sometimes are, are unique, but sometimes are really very shared experiences. So let me let me introduce everybody to you again, in case I didn't get catch, you know, homeschool uh, journal season one. Um, but Jody has five children, and she and her husband have settled now in Idaho. And her husband served in the U.S. Navy for twenty years uh, before retiring, and but so did Jody before having children. She served in the U.S. Air Force as a Russian linguist, which of course just boggles my mind and tells me how intelligent my friend Jody really is. And um, but but their children range in ages from 2 to 14 and they started homeschooling in 2014 probably for some of the reasons that we're going to talk about uh today. Um and Jody being a, a mother after my own heart, she loves to sit down and uh, pour through her classical teacher magalog. I call it a magalog, <laughs> you know, because like I just love yes. to sit and read it and I highlight it and I mark, you know, all the wonderful articles that are in there and and then Jody also loves baking and that's a big thing in my home. That's a big thing, Jody. Yes. So um, anyway, Jody, let's talk about your experience as a military wife um, for so many years, raising children, homeschooling in the military. First of all, can you tell me all the different places you all have been stationed? Well, um, my husband's first assignment in the Navy was in Whidbey Island, Washington, mm -hmm. and we pretty much we stayed in the United States, but we kind of bounced from coast to coast. coast. Um, Being in the Navy, that would be that would be about right. <laughs> yes. Um, so we went to D.C. twice, but not concurrently. We were in Virginia Beach for a little while. Um, and our last duty station, well, he was in Monterey, California as well for grad okay. school through the Navy. And our last duty station was in Lemoore, California, which is interestingly very landlocked part of california um but a 
an interesting base to be at. There's lots of jets out there. So it's very fun. Okay. So again, you know, bouncing all across the United States, um, you know, again, another level of flexibility that it takes, uh, which I talked to our last um, guests about that level of flexibility. So what are some of the greatest challenges that you as a homeschooler have had to face in this time um, while your husband and you have been in service? Well, I would say the greatest challenge, I think, is probably having to pick up and move maybe this is very specific, but in the spring, in the spring, (laughs) moving moving before the school year is quite finished. Oh, wow. Um, and, but you're almost done. Mm -hmm. Um, that was probably our, one of our more challenging moves. Um, but in general, just getting everybody settled once we get somewhere new is, is kind of, I mean, of course, any move is a little bit awkward getting into a new place, but just getting the kids into new activities and all that. Um, but yeah, the, the biggest challenge for moves was moving in April. Moving <laughs> I, in April. I would not yes. have thought of that. And because that is something I don't want to think about, you know, when you're trying to finish that school year, you, yeah. you have, you are on the countdown. Like you, you know, our kids think that they're on a countdown, but no, we are on the countdown as, yes. as yes. you know, the teaching parent. Um, so what about now you're, you know, your husband is retired now and you look forward to staying settled for just a little while, but what about the transition now for your family? Well, I would say for the kids, it was very easy. They were very excited to get somewhere, move. And like, we will have friends that (laughs) that will stay our (laughs) friends for a while. Um, For me, it was a little more challenging. My husband retired in 2020 of all years. Of all years. Uh, Wait, that's the year that shall not be named, Jody. Yeah, I, sorry, I invoked it. It's okay. Um, It's okay. (laughs) But so we, I, I had told my husband, you know, when he was retiring, like, this is going to be great, but I want to do it big. I want to have some closure, do a party, do a nice ceremony. And, um, (laughs) being the year that shall not be named, um, kind of none of that happened. None it was that a happened. very anticlimactic um, end to our career or his career and our time in the military. Um, so that was a little bit difficult for me, just sure. not having... Not really having I mean, closure, right? Yeah. Right. And for my husband, it was perfect. He just got to kind of ride off into the sunset. But <laughs> <laughs> well, but, well put in that regard. Yeah. But didn't you have um, a? Did you have baby number five around that time anyway? So maybe that could be counted as a celebration somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, he. Yeah, he came in October of 2019. Okay, so, just before. Um, yeah. Okay. And yeah, but it. So that was a little bit difficult for me, kind of just like it's done and you're gone, and there's not something specifically marking that. But at the same time, I can really see the Lord moving to get us up here to Idaho. Um, we're amongst a bunch of classical Christian homeschoolers and um, other, you know, co-ops and everything. So, so that's amazing that you can say that there are a lot of classical Christian homeschoolers around, because I would imagine that as you moved, um, one of the things you said was, you know, the challenge was to get somewhere and and plug in, especially if it was in the spring, obviously, um, (laughs) but get somewhere and plug in. And I think a lot of our homeschoolers out there, one of the things I talked to them about is they can find groups of homeschoolers 
but sometimes they're not classical homeschoolers. Did you experience any of that? And, and how would you bridge that gap to relate to other homeschoolers, but yet they're not schooling classically? Yeah, it's it's very niche. I think I've said before that if you're a homeschooler, you've already set yourself kind of apart. apart. And if you're a if you're a classical homeschooler, you've set yourself even more apart. Even more apart. And e- even to some extent, if you're committed to, you know, using Memoria Press, then you're yeah. You just <laughs> keep in a, you keep drilling doing, down into yes, these drilling down <laughs> niches. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but the nice thing about the military community is a lot of times people kind of don't care about that stuff. Good. <laughs> just we're just kind of all in it together. And, you know, having a homeschooler meetup, you can have those chats about what are you using and what are you doing and why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you can foster a lot of relationships that way of, you know, sharing while well, we use this and, you know, why do you use an entire um, curriculum from just one publisher? Right. <laughs> you know, and, and be able to share the benefits of classical homeschooling. And it's grown, I think, in some other ways through other different groups out there. So. Well, you know, homeschooling itself has grown and 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 incredibly like the census data from 2020 to 20, 2021 beginning of the school year, um we had grown as a nation from 5.4% prior to that to 11.1% in that year alone. That's not even including, you know, this school year. They don't have data on this school year. So yeah. I think that's amazing. And then, you know, I love what you said about sharing with others what it is that you use. You know, we may not find communities, whether we're military or not, that are Memorial Press communities or people that are classical um, homeschooling communities. But being able to share that with others is is just as Im- important. So, Jody, do you have any advice for moms out there, whether they're military or not, you know, about the the flexibility needed, the challenging and the challenges of, of homeschooling and, and moving um, or developing your own community? Yeah, I mean, for us, we were moving every two or three years right. um, for the last 15 years. Um, so one thing I would say is plug in right away. Like if you are moving or if you're, you know, struggling, you know, starting out homeschooling or struggling to find a community, just get on Facebook, even though <laughs> it has its problems, <laughs> right. get on Facebook, find, find your city homeschoolers and um, jump in right away. If you're moving to a new place, I can't recommend getting into a local church as soon as you can, mm-hmm. like highly enough like that is I think a real key as well, but just jump in and be open to making friends, even though, you know, you're going to probably move again soon <laughs> as a military person. Right. Um, but even on the other side of that, if you are not in the military and you happen to know a military family, um, one of the biggest blessings for me was having people willing to be open and willing to develop friendships, even though they knew my location was not permanent. Um, oh, that's beautiful. Have, just have lifelong friends across the miles because people were willing to do that despite the inevitable goodbyes. So um, 
Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful word to, to anybody out there that, you know, those our military homeschool families need, they need support in all sorts of different ways. Jody, did you all, while you were in the military um, homeschooling, did you feel that support? Did you have resources to turn to? Yeah. I mean, I think it's different for every place that you're stationed. There's some places where, you know, dads are deployed a lot. So the the mom and wife community is very tight knit and there's always something going on. Um, there's other times where, you know, you're kind of scattered. Like if you're in DC, there's people everywhere that, you know, are associated with the military. So it's kind of like you do your own thing. Um, but I, I've always found people in every place that we've been stationed that, um, to, to walk alongside, to be with, you know, on our kind of, brief stop in our journey at that location. So, um, I have never felt, you know, isolated good, or good. without a lack of, or with a lack of, um, some kind of support, but it always looks a little bit different. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's true for, for any of our homeschoolers. Um, but I love what you said, just plug in. Um, our previous yeah. uh, guests uh, just said, said, just do it. And yeah. uh, they were referring to <laughs> jumping into homeschooling, period. But it's the same thing. You know, even when you're already in there, if you've got a move, um, if you've got a big change um, that has come for your family as, a, as, you know, a homeschooling family, either just do it or plug in and, and find something. And I hope that Memoria Press, I, I know that we are constantly working to make sure that we are supporting our homeschoolers in the ways that, that we can. Um, you know, you talked about jumping onto Facebook. I know um, some people are jumping off, but, you know, we, <laughs> we, you know, we do have um, wonderful moms, moms that run um, a Facebook community for all sorts of different needs. And, and then our um, Memorial Press YouTube channel, we're just trying to make sure that we're supporting our homeschoolers and encouraging them in any way that I can, that we can. And, and today for me, it's this podcast sharing with, you know, our, all of our homeschoolers out there, the special needs, the special circumstances, flexibility challenges of our military homeschool families. So Jody, thank you for sharing with us today, because I think words of wisdom come um, from the hearts of, of moms um, everywhere, but from those who are in our, our military, we want to say thank you so much. So thank you, Jody. You're welcome. Can I add one more thing real of quick? Of course. Of course. The, the forum. On, oh, right. On How Press's could I not website. say that? And she's advertising um, for us. Jody's <laughs> advertising for us. Okay, Jody, you're hired. Um. Well, I just want to say that I, I ended up at Sodalitas you know, five years ago, six years ago yes. when it started because of that forum, I have, um, lovely, lovely friends who I consider lifelong friends because of that forum. So it's not that, you know, it's not that cut and dry for everybody, but I highly recommend the MP forum. Oh, thank you so much. That warms my heart, you know, and, <laughs> and you brought up Sedalitas, which I know we're many months away from that, but we are already planning and, you know, yes. we didn't get to have your husband, Steve, with us today. Totally understandable. Um, but supporting our dads, uh, saying thank you to our dads, saying thank you to our military families. Very important for us today. God bless you, Jody, And God bless thank the you. Bramer family out in, uh, in Idaho. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye, dear. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Homeschool Journal. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you like our episodes, consider leaving us a positive review and sharing it with a friend. Help us to find more friends to join our homeschool family. I want to give a huge thank you to the Memoria Press Podcast Network for hosting our show and ask that you check out all of our great podcasts there. As always, I'm Carrie McGraw. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Memoria Press Podcast Network, providing a classical Christian perspective on the world of education. To learn more about Memoria Press, visit memoriapress.com. To connect with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.